Hi, and welcome to the Launchables Podcast. I'm your host, Andrew Zinern, and here with me today, Braden Banky and Bryson Counts. Today, we'll be discussing chapters four through six in Touching the Void. In these chapters, we learn there's a twist and turns in the story, and it takes a dark turn. So here with me, we're going to discuss about some of the characters and how they act and what is going to be up and coming and how have the characters developed throughout the story so far. So in the story, we learn that we have Joe and Simon so far in these chapters. And through these chapters, we see how they start to develop. So some of them, so we can already see in the story that some of them are developing some anger issues. Also, um, I definitely feel like they both are nervous because in chapter four on page 63, Simon is telling about this story, how two Japanese climbers, um, uh, they fall to their death, correct? Yeah. And they were having struggling, they were struggling, trying to get up. So now then, counting on that idea, struggling throughout the story, struggling to get up the mountain, struggling to almost get down the mountain, because that's what you learned about in chapter five and six, when they're having trouble getting down the mountain, struggling in a way, how are they struggling so far right now? Um, Hold up, Bryce, what are you saying? All right, so they're struggling with the cold, like you said, Drew, and then with the conditions, of course, but then, like, all the... So, Simon, towards the end in Chapter 6, when Joe breaks his leg, he starts to, like, show no remorse, and he's, like, lowering him really quick and hurting his leg really bad. And uh, even when Joe was crying out for help... Simon just so, shows no remorse and doesn't slow down. So now then, in in that end of the chapter, uh, don't doesn't uh Simon cut Joe off from the rope, thinking that since he's gonna die, like be pulled off the cliff, he's gonna die also with Joe, and he has a higher sh- uh, chance of living. Yeah, he's thinking that, and then he thinks he made the right decision because he cut the cord on him, kind of. And yeah. So now then, would you say that these characters right now are starting to develop selfish tendencies, thinking about themselves a little bit more than the other person, losing almost losing their humanity when it came to that, to that decision? I feel like Simon is for sure, but Joe, he just wants Simon to help out, and Simon can't just 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 doesn't seem to handle the pressure as well as Joe has. So in the book, as it is right now, we're, we are looking at two climbers that are very skilled with each other. Not skilled in, with each other, but one of them is skilled, one of them is an amateur climber. Do you think you would trust someone climbing a mountain with you in general? Like if it was the Appalachian Mountains, would you climb with them? Like one of your family mem- members? Because they're starting to show tendencies of like 
aggravation to each other, like how siblings do. Like they love each other, but then they hate each other at one moment. They're off and on. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like that definitely be tough because, especially if you're in like Simon's position where you had to cut the rope, like that's like one of your family members and that'd be a tough decision. So then, yeah. Oh, sorry. I was gonna say, yeah, that'd be tough because you just pretty much killing someone for your own sake, and yeah, that'd be tough. So now then, when we we're discussing this already, and we see that these that this inhuman act has been taken of cutting the rope, and thinking that his friend has died, like a like just died to his death, but. We're left with a cliffhanger, not knowing if he's alive or dead. So, in looking into that, what are you guys foreshadowing in the next three chapters? What are, what are we going to see in the next three chapters, you guys are thinking? I feel like he's still going to be alive. Because it said he, um, it says he's been unconscious and he had a bad leg. But I feel like... Simon's gonna have to like somehow save him. Yeah, I feel like he's gonna have to either find a way back to the base camp where they start off, or have find a way to get Simon to see him so he can help him out and get back. But other than that, he's kind of on his own. Yeah, I would say at the when we're finding out like it's it's cold up there and they're getting frostbite to me. I feel like there there's he's gonna he's gonna struggle a lot through coming out through that coming climbing down the mountain i feel like simon's not gonna come back for him simon's gonna leave him he's not gonna come because he already cut the rope and he's thinking he's dead so why would you come back for a dead person so i'm saying simon's gonna leave him and he's gonna have to get off the mountain himself yeah and i could see him like he's gonna have to like survive going down the mountain and then he's gonna have to like get base camp to like come try to save save him and then he's gonna be dead already or he's gonna be like lost maybe maybe he got out on his own I don't know yeah I don't know how he'll be able to get back since he'll have to probably like crawl all that way all the way across that glacier yeah and including his uh his broken leg that's gonna be hard for any person to get out of without any pain medication either because the pain, like, you got to go on your own, like, little by little to stop the pain to make sure that you can actually, like, get off by yourself. Yeah. All right, you want to talk about some themes that we saw in the chapters that we read? Um, so the first, one, or the first one that I saw was, of course, perseverance and survival because they're fighting for their lives. With Simon, Simon basically has no hands because his fingers are all frostbitten and turning black at the moment. Mm-hmm. And Simon's going have to have to find his way back to camp. You know, what were you saying, Drew? Yeah, so one of the things I would say I've seen, seen in this book is a lot of, not I wouldn't say guilt, but like, self-consciousness did i make the right decision here did i not make the right decision looking throughout yeah like that like uh looking throughout looking through like the the cutting of the rope from there 
thinking to himself, did I make the right decision? I made the right decision, trying to reinforce it upon himself. I think survival is a big one, too, because there's been a lot of stuff going on that's, like, not going good for them. Yeah, I feel like another one would be being in the wrong place at the wrong time, because somehow there's always, like, they're in bad conditions with, like, a blizzard coming in on them, and then avalanches happen, like, happening all of a sudden, and then rocks falling on them as well. Yeah, I would say there's hmm. when they when they start talking about like when when they go back in the past and they start talking about some of the stuff that they've been going like the stories that they heard. I feel like that's going to be foreshadowing a lot more than usual, like in normal books when there's just one point, they're going to be like a lot more foreshadowing. Mm-hmm. So I. So, this would be the end of the Lunchables podcast. Thank you all for listening. Signing off for now.